Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Would these guys be offended if they were left unprotected? I don't think Carey Price would. Martin Giordano, probably not the same story. How about that? I've been around the block a few times and been through some expansion drafts with teams that I've worked for. Any guys that are left unprotected are offended that they're left unprotected. You don't want me? I'm not part of this? Good morning, Rod Squad. (laughs) It doesn't get old. Thank you, Rick Regan. Brand new intro here for the old RP show, and we are rolling into hour two. We call this the second half kickoff. Presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Seattle Kraken Fan Club and the UFC. And we are now, what, about 30 hours away from the Seattle expansion uh, draft? That's pretty good. And if I can, I went to the big board. Yeah. In the last segment, well, the segment when I left, I think it was the Bubba O'Neill interview. And I went back and I was watching the clips from yesterday on YouTube from Carey Price. Mm-hmm. And you did not say 8% of the salary cap. I didn't. You said one eighth of the salary cap, which is correct 12.5%. I got it right. Bingo. Wow. How about that? How about that? I couldn't sleep last night because I was was told that I said, uh, Rod, your math was wrong on 10.5 million being 8%. Thank you uh, and just for pointing that 80, out. What is it, 81 mil? 80.5, I thought. But So you, you said one-eighth, which is 12.5%. 10.5 million out of $81 million salary cap is 12.9%. Ah. So technically you were wrong. The difference is a chintzy <laughs> $400,000. That's right. Pretty good. So... Yeah, uh, coming up a little later on, segment two here of this hour, we've got Rich Sutter's going to be with us, our uh, Columbus Blue Jackets pro scout, longtime Sportsnet Flames analyst, and 13-year NHL veteran. He's going to join us from Smoky Lethbridge. And he's like, we got so much to go over, Rod. What are we going to talk about? So I called him, and we went over it. And I said, we're not giving you more time, Richie. So you got to condense your thoughts. So it'll be a big segment next segment. On the uh, not only the expansion draft tomorrow night with Seattle, but also next week's NHL draft. And I don't want to, or this weekend's NHL draft, I don't want to spoil a surprise. But Rich is like, actually, I'm going to spoil a surprise to hook you in. He goes, some of these kids that I, honestly, I didn't even, I'm not a scout. What do I say? I don't care about drafts. I care about the Hall of Fame debate. It's not to say it's not important. But he's like, do you know how many NHL guys' kids are up for high prospects? And I'm like, no, tell me. So he wants to tell you about that. It's more than you would think. That's cool. Obviously, Cole Sillinger, we've had him in here. He sat in Mike Sillinger's kid, yeah. projected t- top 10 pick. But anyways, our director of scouting, Craig Smith's watching. And he says, watching from the Walmart 
parking lot in the east end of Regina. And uh, so let's get, here's what's going on in the CFL today, which Smitty's probably on top of because he's that kind of guy. He'd be on top of this. But what? (laughs) CFLPA forcing the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to cancel practice today because of poor air quality. Man, you got to really got to pay attention to what's going on. Because the story was Bombers cancel practice. And I'm like, what a bunch of great guys. Next story is the CFLPA made him do it. And I'm like, ugh. And then the, blue, the Argos cut seven guys today and suspend Odell Willis. And thank God that we got three donation to report that it's a family matter that Odell's tending to. Because, listen, we had Odell Hill here. You just never know with Odell. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not as talkative as I used to be, but I used to be fairly talkative. I talk for a living, right? I remember on road trips with Odell. He would sit right behind me. And like two hours into a three and a half hour flight, I would be like, is he ever going to stop talking? He does not stop talking. From the minute he sat down until the moment it was bing, and you get to stand up, take your seatbelt off. How can somebody talk as much as Odell Willis? Odell, what you talking about, Willis? He's talking about everything. And very little of it was making sense. Very little of it making sense. Doesn't make him a bad guy. Just boundless energy. But we... Great player, too. Yeah, really great player. And a wonderful personality for for the CFL. But we see that suspended. And we instantly think <laughs> negative thoughts. And yeah. you see a player was suspended. Of course. Right? So when it's not, I think it's important that teams and leagues, you know, disclose, you know, what they're suspended for. You know, and if it is negative, whatever. I mean, that's, but that's our first thought is Odell what did do do? something. What did he do? Or is he cut from the team? Or did he leave? Or whatever. But this is kind of routine. This is kind of normal. He's got a family matter. And it's just kind of a technicality. So no big deal. Um... I thought he retired. <laughs> yeah, take that's, the year off. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody's doing. Mark Boulanger watching in Winnipeg on YouTube says, I was just at IG Field. I think the Bombers practiced indoors, which is what we guessed that they might have done. Let's take it inside, fellas. Yeah. It's too smoky out here. Jeff the Stamps fan says, is poor air quality a euphemism for the state of the Bombers' quarterback situation? Well, it wasn't in the 2019 West Final when Winnipeg went into Calgary and kicked your team's ass. How about that? Or the Grey Cup. How about or the that? Grey Cup. He's just having fun. He's just scrapping. But I'm giving it right back to him. Sean McCormick in uh, the Game Plus TV network studios in downtown Toronto. He's flying the ship there. He says, what do I have to do to get banned? Can I say that I don't like Darren's hoodie? Nothing but love for the RP team. (laughs) So you got to kind of hang with us. Uh, One hour ago, I had to do something that hurt me more than it hurt John Kirby, but I had to banish him because one of our longtime viewers came in and made a uh, insulting remark to me and the way that I run this show. So we banned him. And Darren limited it to just two minutes. If it was up to me, he'd have been banned forever, but you felt that that was a little too much. You don't come in here. First time event. Well. And step on my toes. 
that don't come in here at all. He didn't like my order of my quick six show topics, which I said is in of, of importance to me. He said it should be of importance to the viewers. And I said, ban them. And you said, no, just two minutes. Yeah. But he feels shame. That's then right. you get set free. Exactly. We didn't even have to have an in-person hearing. Okay. Next time we might, and he might end up with a multi-day suspension. I don't know. Maybe a week. Mm. Maybe a day. Maybe five minutes. Maybe a segment. But I think the punishment fit the crime. I don't think it was that. I mean, it was. Well, he didn't say it to you. If he'd said it to you, <laughs> I'd you'd be have furious. Felt, yes. But it was appropriate. So appropriate to who? Anyways. From uh, Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, uh, regarding Odell Willis, he says, if he went home, does he need to quarantine again for 14 days? Uh, well, what is it? Seven days in America, seven days in Canada? Again, I am not Health Canada, nor Transport Canada. I don't know. Ask the Toronto Argonauts. I'm sick of fielding these questions. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, by the way, I'm just making a funny, which I know that you are. That's why I didn't get upset. Oh, Jeff Kabilis watching in Winnipeg says, Odell was a fun character when he was in Winnipeg. The mayor of Swaggerville. Do you remember the lady that got the tattoo of Swaggerville down her forearm? I was forearm? just thinking that. I've often wondered if she regrets that. Probably not. Probably not. But I don't know. I just think when you get a tattoo, you really, really better think that. Of. Do they have Swaggerville merch kicking around? The Not Winnipeg anymore. Store? I they don't should. Think. That was amazing marketing. What part? The Swaggerville? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll tell you a story. Just a couple of uh, comments here, by the way. As Wayne and Victoria says, as you've said before, Rod, we do the watching and you do the talking. At least somebody gets it. Uh, Darren Workman's watching in Salt Lake City, Utah. He says the Hall of Fame inductees are being limited to six-minute induction speeches. Can't imagine Terry Bradshaw's classic speech being limited. Ah, well, yeah, you're going to have to. That's the rules. Michael Irvin's best speech ever. Or is it get up, show up, and don't ever give up? The Playmaker! Pretty good. Oh, that's so pretty good. good. Uh, I said I had a story for you. Yeah, you did. It's eleven eleven. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How about that? Oh, we're looking. We're looking at a location for the Seattle Kraken expansion draft party that we're going to host. Did you get a reply? Uh, I did. So we're still looking for a location for our Okay. Because the one venue's full. Booked. Anyways, if you remember, I remember this very well. For you people that are CFL fans, when I was the voice of the Rough Riders, whatever year, it was 2011, and the Riders went into Winnipeg to play the Blue Bombers, and we were 1-7, and, and they were 7-1. and one. You may or may not remember this. Okay. Winnipeg was 7-1. and one. We were one and seven, and we had just fired our coach, Greg Marshall. And anyways, they had billboards in Winnipeg that said, 
We don't hate our Prairie Cousins. They're just a little backwards. And it had their 7-1 record under the Bomber logo and our 1-7 record under the Ryder thing. So, of course, you know me. I'm trash-talking them up and down all week long. Yeah. And, of course, here, kicked their ass and then went there and kicked their ass. And they, they, look it up. And I said that we turned Swaggerville into Sagerville. And for the people that are watching in Winnipeg, by the way, we're friends now, right? This is a long time ago. We went to the Grey Cup and, well, I went to watch the Grey yeah, Cup. Yeah, so okay, okay. It was Winnipeg versus the BC Lions. You didn't turn that record around to a Grey Cup team. No. Uh, oh, I got a million stories on, on how that went down, by the way. Yeah. We finished four and four after the firing of one Greg Marshall. But anyways, I was writing for CFL.ca by the time. Did you know that I was the first ever? I was the original writer at CFL.ca. It was my idea. I'm like, hey, you guys need some content on your website. Can I write for you at CFL.ca? Oh, sure. Do you think that meant anything to Jer- uh, Jeffrey Orge when they fired me? No. Uh, no. So anyways, I wrote a column previewing the Grey Cup, and I said that the BC Lions were going to speedboat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They were just going to motorboat them. I said this is going to be the biggest double-digit speedboating since the 1997 Grey Cup when the Argos did it to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Well, at the day before news conference, Paul LaPolice, which the last time he was on this show said he loved me. You remember that, right? He did. Uh, he comes up to me after the news conference and he was just, he's a coach, right? Like they, they, sometimes a little psycho. And he's like, read your article. And he's sticks his hand out. He's just like crunching my hand. Thanks a lot. And I'm like, I got to write an article. Lapos, what I think is going to happen. I'm sorry. I think you're going to get rolled. Go out there and prove me wrong. And I wasn't cheering against Winnipeg, but I was cheering for my prediction to be right. Of course. <laughs> because I was just getting hammered on by Bomber fans. And then I was in the press box watching the game. And in the fourth quarter, uh, early in the fourth, some of you will go look it up. But the, the, uh, the Lions went up into double digits and it was putting the pedal to the metal. Go back and look it up. It was the biggest motorboating since the 1997 breakup. I had it right. So Lapo got over it. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. That's why I don't make I've these been, predictions hey, and write these columns anymore. You've been I've there. I've been there. They do get over it, though, because they do understand you're doing your job. But in the moment, they think you're out to get them yep. and to make them look bad. And you're not. I'm doing because my I'm job. Because I'm writing these, and we're doing this show for the fans, for the viewers. You know, And our viewers include... A lot of coaches and a lot of players. We've known that. You know, and, and our articles are read by a lot of coaches and a lot of players. But we don't write them for the coaches and for the players. We write them for the viewers, the fans. Right? But when they read it, it's Print hard it to off. separate. Print it off and put it on the wall if that's what you have to do. Because that's supposed to work. Clearly... Clearly, Lapo and I got over it because I consider him like family. I don't know how he feels about me. But the point is, this is how I feel about the game. What am I supposed to do? 
And it's just funny because last hour, I don't think you were watching, but Clint Bubba O'Neill talked about doing play-by-play. And he's like, Rod, it's great to be behind a desk talking sports, but isn't it great to get into the booth and call in a game? And I'm like, eh, I kind of lost my zip for that. And you know what I mean. Of course. You know, one friend of mine in the industry called me last week because a player's all upset about something my friend's friend said about him on the air. He's like, what should I do? I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I would tell him to play better is what I would tell him to do. Don't get up me, but ah, whatever. You can't say the truth anymore. It's really hard. It's really hard, especially with social media. Unless you're sitting... But here we can do it. Okay. So from Jeff in in Winnipeg, Jeff Cabello says, I was thinking, wait a minute, motorboating? They motorboated him. When you said speed crashers, when you said speedboating, I you think got you were meaning speed bag. Speed bagging. Speed bag, right? Hey, whatever. Like, I think we meant speed bagging. But you I get you know, it. When you said, and then you went into motorboating, I'm like, I can get behind this. I could get behind this as a term for beating another team really badly. What was the lady's name? Seymour <laughs> in Wedding Crashers. Oh, um, uh, doesn't matter. Somebody. Uh, listen, we're going to get out of here because Rich Sutter needs more time. I'm thinking the Four Seasons Sports Palace will be our site for the Seattle Kraken Expansion Draft Party tomorrow night. Why not? Let's do it right now. Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come on down. And watch the expansion draft with us, 6 p.m. Mountain, with our crew, okay? We might have to ticket this thing. We'll see. But we'll talk about it next with Richie Sutter. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio. For Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey guys, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If any athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. I know I talk about it every day on the podcast, but listen, we've all done it. We've all had to groom ourselves. No clunky razors that are meant for your face or dare I say your back, or pain in the ass, extension cords, leaning over the toilet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 comes in a convenient size. It was specifically designed for trimming below the waist. Make it happen, guys. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Again, free shipping around the world and 20% off with the promo code Fansided20 at manscaped.com. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Uh, yeah. RP here on that motorboat and SOB. Moose DuPont <laughs> right there. <laughs> Jane Seymour. Jane uh, yes, Seymour. The, old, the, the mom. Yeah. yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Wedding Crashers. You did it, didn't you? You motorboat and SOB. SOB. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, hey, we've done it. 
Four Seasons Sports Palace will be the home of our Seattle Kraken expansion draft party. All of our viewers invited to come on down and uh, sit in the Four Seasons, enjoy everything that they have to enjoy, and we'll be watching who are the players for the Seattle Kraken. 6 p.m. Mountain, they start picking. More details to come on the party, but let's go to Rich Sutter now, our NHL insider uh, on that. And uh, Rich... Yeah, at home I see today. Boy, it's an exciting week in the NHL, isn't it? These expansion drafts don't come around that often. No, and I think, you know, I think everyone gets a little bit excited to see where um, I'm listening to some people on radio yesterday saying they wish that there was other leagues with expansion that would have this type of excitement. And uh, being a Canadian or I guess being a true hockey fan, uh, it is an exciting time for a lot of people to sit and listen and, and see how this plays out. And uh, um, with that group of people in Seattle, they're smart uh, hockey people. Um, I'm sure they'll do a heck of a job with their picks. Overall, with the protected list being announced on Sunday, who were the names that jumped out to you and who do you think might be called tomorrow night? Well, there, you know, Rod, there were some surprises when you look at and you go through teams with the bigger contracts, uh, with guys that were exposed. Um, you know, look, Seattle's going to have to spend some money. They're definitely, they've got a ceiling they've, they've got to get to um, inside that draft. And then whatever they choose to do so with those contracts from there is their prerogative. Uh, I, I do expect them to take some some teams, some players with contracts, Uh because some of those players are good players. And uh, there's no reason um, it's not like that Ron Francis and, and Ricky Olchek are being told not to spend. Uh, they're smart. They'll spend wisely. So uh, that being said, you know, there, there's, there were surprises, sur- surprises out there. Obviously, the one that everyone's been talking about the last few days out of Montreal. But, uh, you know, I've thought long and hard about that one, Rod. Uh, I wasn't surprised just given Kerry's health uh, and the need of a strong backup in Montreal. Should Seattle not, or should, should Seattle not take Kerry Price? Uh, there's a lot of money to be paid to this guy in the next 12 months. Let's not forget that 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 has been given serious consideration by Seattle whether or not to go ahead with it. And as well, I mean, look, there's a lot of real good goalies out there uh, that this team can pick, and I do expect them to pick. Uh, perhaps uh, a goalie, one more goalie than, than uh, Vegas did prior, uh, simply because of the number of good goalies out there, because there's going to be teams looking for good goalies, for backups, uh, and with capabilities to play 35, 40 games. And there are guys on that list for sure. Well, you know, it's not just about money either. Everybody's going through the lists and looking at the salaries. It's not just this. Well, look, look, look at the Islanders. You and I talked about this this morning. Jordan Eberle and Josh Bailey both left unprotected. That seems like a major head-scratcher to me. Well, that's the way Lou does business. I mean, the thing I love about Lou is that Lou never stops trying to make his team better and have his team get better. And uh, he's always finding ways to uh, insert and, and to to delete people out here, off his roster. Uh and he's damn good at it, and, I, and and that's why he's had the career he's had and the success that he teams he's managed have had that. Uh, look, um, they obviously know they, there's a chance they could lose one of those two guys. Uh, they're still they're still good enough, and they're and if they lose one of them, 
uh, they'll take that money and go spend it uh, probably on a calc on a calc um, who they're probably going to try and resign. So um, it's the way you do business, and it's the way Lou has done business for years, and he's done a good job at it. Uh, I'm thinking about the other factors that go into drafting guys. Here's another one: Tampa Bay with who they've left. It was Yanni Gord and was it Kalorn? And it's Kalorn, Blot, yeah. Johnson. A lot right. of good players there, but 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 the, the big thing is with all those players comes along uh, no baggage, which is great, but contracts, um, heavy contracts. Uh, some guys obviously higher than others, uh, but for me, the common denominator in all of them is that they're all good players, and I I really like. Uh, I've always been a bit of a Tyler Johnson fan since his days at a, at a junior in Spokane and, you know, um, basically being a local boy and, and, and doing really well just to make the Western Hawk League and then have the pro career he's had. Uh, look, um, he's a guy that you, know, you think, okay, would Seattle gravitate towards him because he's a Washington State boy, perhaps. Um, but if you want to look at really, you know, you want to start slotting your players in and how they really would, you'd want them to fit in your on your roster. Um, you know, Plot's a good player. Kalorn's a good player. Yanni Gord's a better player. Uh, these guys all bring different things to to your hockey club. It helps you succeed. And the thing I was happy about for Tyler Johnson is that was the year that Tyler had the bounce back season he had. He proved people wrong. He had a strong playoff. So uh, you know, Seattle's got a lot of. Uh, they got a lot of great questions and great problems to answer in the next 24 hours. And those are really good problems to have you guys considering who's out there. Um, I know when we had our expansion draft in Minnesota, when we were building our hockey club, um, you know, we didn't have choices like this. We had, we had basic guys that were falling from trees cause they were grasping for their last jobs. And uh, we didn't have choices that these guys are getting today. Well, I'll tell you what, what's, Fun is nobody knows if they're going to take Carey Price tomorrow night. You don't know. Um, there's no one way to do it. They're not going to do it the way Vegas has done it. But I just want your thoughts on marketing, per se. I love Totter Johnson in Spokane. He was great there. He's been even better in Tampa Bay. Carey Price's wife is from Tri-City. Like, if you were going to do it from a marketing standpoint, would you – is that something that you think the Kraken would do? Because John Paddock here in Regina with the Pats, God's team – told me, Rich, he's like, I don't care about local players. I don't care. I just want to win. Lo and behold, they go to the league final, and the, they're lining up for tickets at 9 in the morning. <laughs> local players well, don't matter biggest, if you win. They, that's true, Rod. Um, but it is good, I think, when you're starting out, is to have, you know, I, wouldn't do, I don't know if you'd call it the poster child or the, the poster player, but um, look, they're, they're – like again, it's just not their hockey people that are very wise. Their uh, their ownership is wise. Their marketing group is wise. Uh, they're going to be business savvy and who they uh, and how they uh, go about some of these picks as well. Um, I, you can see, you can have those arguments about Tyler Johnson, Carey Price, uh, but I'd like to think that there's a guy just as equal, and that's Mark Giordano. And I'd be floored, as would the rest of the hockey world of Seattle didn't already have him flying in today and have his jersey ready for him, and he's walking <laughs> on stage tomorrow. Uh, um, I think this guy epitomizes what leadership is all about and what you want your younger players and your your hockey team to be known for uh, from the hockey standpoint. Um, 
I think if you're looking for a, a guy to put on the billboards going I going down I five in Seattle Everett Canterbury, you're, you're looking at Mark Giordano on being one of those boards pretty quick. Yeah. And I'll say it again: if there was anybody that would benefit from a fresh start. It would be Mark Giordano. Said it yesterday. So, yeah, that would be interesting if they do take him. So, the other thing, the NHL draft is this weekend. And, Rich, what I would like you to relate to the viewers is what you said to me this morning. The NHL bloodlines in this draft, it's a hell of a story. And another reason to watch this weekend. It's fun. I think we're getting to a stage, I mean, at least in my life, uh, where, you know, we went through some players in the last uh, – three, four years, except for the, I guess, three or four years prior to, uh, to this, um, where there were some pretty cool stories about players' uh, sons being drafted. And I think what's, what's, what we're seeing right now is that, um, to me, I enjoy watching that. I enjoy seeing how these young men grow up, uh, the type of families they're from, the type of players their dads were. Uh, to me, it's, it's an exciting time for some families right now. Um, Brian Boucher's family, Shane Doan's family, uh, the Sillinger family out of Regina there. Look, their kids are all good players, and um, I would pick all three of them in my team in a heartbeat. I mean, uh, I'm not responsible for our draft. Uh, I'd certainly would love to see us draft more Western League guys. I think that is something that we're lacking in our organization. Uh, character people, we need to add to that. Uh, you look at these three young guys, um, Look, these guys are characters written all over them. It's it, it's huge in their DNA, but they're just part of a group of, of a real uh, strong group of kids that uh, have that in, in their DNA and, and their makeup. So there, there's some real good picks uh, that are even going to, I feel, are going to be not even first-round picks. Um, that's where the, the work is, is, is going to have to really be done and dialed in the next uh, 48 hours with uh, – with the NHL groups, the scouting staffs, uh, because of, you know, the hockey just hasn't been played like it was the last few years in terms of drafting that, you know, you're going on a lot of video, you're going on a lot of, you know, maybe throw a little bit of a uh, target or a little bit of a dart at a bull, at a balloon or, and see if you hit something that you, you might hit a home run with or at least get the second base with. Uh, when I talk about kids from the Ontario League, um, other parts of the world, if anything, um, I would be extremely disappointed, selfishly, and, and uh, um, surprised uh, just based on what we saw in Canada this year from our own standpoint uh, with the Quebec League plan, uh, having some issues but got through the season, uh, the shortened season out west. Uh, look, there, you think that there would be a, a greater concentration and hopefully see some more kids from especially out west being drafted simply because of this fact of what's going on in the last six, eight months. Tell me, please, more about Shane Doan's kid, because I think all of these other players I was familiar with, but this one came out of left field for me. What can you tell me about Shane Doan's kid prospect this year? And will anybody other than Arizona draft him? I don't think anybody other than Arizona should draft him, but tell me about him. Well, I hope we draft him, (laughs) to tell you the truth. Uh, Look, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree in this – in this young man, um, I've watched a ton of video on him in the last two, three months. Uh, he plays so much like his dad. Uh, the only difference is, is you know, he's actually bigger than his dad. Uh, he's a little slighter at this point, but he's already at six foot three. Um, he's hitting close to 200 pounds. 
the kid is the kid is an athlete. He loves hockey. He loves sports. Obviously, he comes from a terrific family. Uh, terrific dad. Uh, dad, who I think, uh, if if Josh has half his dad's personality and character, he's going to be a good player. Um, he's just one of those kids that you kind of gravitate towards once you start to watch him. And uh, with myself personally, um, I've taken a a really uh, shining and following to this player simply because uh, working, having worked with Shane or around Shane in Arizona for a few years and his coach in Chicago, Brock Sheehan, uh, basically lived just around the corner from us here in Lethbridge. Um, he has made a real name for himself. Uh, he's had a tremendous early start to his coaching career with the Chicago Steel. And that organization is spitting out players left, right, and center that are all not just top prospects, uh, but have had high draft picks and are going to be future uh, good NHLers. I'm just looking it up. Josh Doan committed Arizona State University, Chicago Steel, and he does look big. And a right-handed shot just like his dad. So that's, yeah, something that I'll be watching closely. Uh, a, a question from a viewer from Ryan in New York. Question for Rich. The Devils left P.K. Subban unprotected is he worth the risk considering his salary or will the Kraken try to go with younger less expensive defensive players well look that's a lot of money <laughs> I mean it's a lot of money for any player and I think that when you when you start looking at dollar figures on players and and terms on contracts uh, whether they're one year beyond um I don't think anyone's worth that risk, uh, quite frankly, uh, unless you're talking about a guy that's going to legitimately carry your team to the next two, three years, provide he's healthy. And, and for me, the only guy I see not stable, uh, um, and you'd even remotely consider um, taking in the expansion draft is the guy we spoke about in Carey Price. Wow. Yeah. Well, again, tomorrow night it's going to be fun. Confirmed Four Seasons Sports Palace is where we'll be hosting our Seattle Kraken expansion draft, which you wish you could be there with us, Rich. It'd be a lot of fun. You'd love the wings and the boneless Greek ribs there. Trust me, you would. Next time oh, you're in town. Geez. Hey? Maybe I should get in, a and get in an Enterprise <laughs> vehicle and run over to Dinafort. We'd love to have you. Now the travel's free. Hey, anything else before we let you go? We covered a lot here. No, I it's just an exciting time in the in the hockey world. Uh, you know, there's a lot of teams jockeying for spots to try and make some deals happen. I think that once we get through expansion tomorrow night, uh, there's going to be a lot of balls in play, and and there's going to be a lot of things up in the air. Uh, I think for the next uh, hours to forty eight hours after the expansion draft, once people see who who has been taken. Uh, Ron Francis and Ricky Olchek will probably have, have gone nonstop working the lines with other teams. Look, there's there's great chances and opportunities to do side deals where you take a guy from another team and you flip the guy. Um, look, I would see, I'd be surprised if some of those things don't happen. They've happened in the past with Vegas. Uh, do I see them having as much as much success out of the shoot? As Vegas did, that's a great question, Rod, and I'll tell you why. Is uh, there's a lot of good players, like I said earlier, in this in this expansion draft, and it's just how they go about their business. Um, you know that they have great ownership, and you know they want to be competitive in a in a tough Pacific division. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, 
match what Vegas did by no one thing, they're going to certainly want to put forth the effort to try to. So I expect them to pick a good team and probably uh, have some real good picks and probably stockpile some picks uh, heading into, if not just the next two days after for this year's draft, but uh, especially next year's draft as well. Well, you said it best. Uh, It is an exciting time in hockey. You always put it so well. You're a special guy, Rich. Thanks for this. Rich Sutter's appearance is brought to you by Great Western. Where's my original 16 glass? Oh, it's down here. Thanks, Richie. Enjoy the hockey. Keep in touch. Take care. All right, there you go. It's down here. I had my Montreal (laughs) Canadiens flag in it. I see. It's the Swift Current Broncos beer stein. Yeah. Which I don't need a beer stein. It's a flag holder. Anyways, we'll be back with a sports update. Are you good to go, Moose? Yeah, of course. 21 minutes left. Sports update and all viewer takeover the rest of the way. Plus, uh, ultra update. Get ready, guys. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Viewer takeover coming up, plus a uh, sports update. But we just talked about this weekend's NHL draft. And don't forget, tomorrow night, Expansion draft, Seattle expansion draft at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come on down. Details forthcoming tomorrow. But then in the NHL draft goes this weekend, Friday, Saturday. Gannon LaRock is a defenseman of the year with the Western Hockey League's Victoria Royals. He's an Edmonton kid. And he joins us today on video chat. If we can get Gannon on our screen, and we appreciate his agency setting us up with that. Gannon, how are you doing this week, bud? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. I've interviewed a few hundred, maybe thousand players going into the NHL draft over the years, and uh, everyone seems to have a different response as to how they're feeling about this week. So I'm interested to know how you're feeling going in, hoping to hear your name called. Yeah, um, obviously uh, getting really looking forward to it on uh, Friday and Saturday, just watching lots of my friends get picked and hopefully for the best for me as well and uh yeah obviously nervous but uh you know it's just uh the next level is it's just that much higher than the whl so i just have to continue to work every day at it and uh use it as motivation if i do or do not get picked so yeah gannon can you just do me a favor and tell me your hockey story if you don't mind born and raised edmonton uh you know what was your hockey road to get to the victoria royals and now to be an nhl draft prospect yeah, well, I kind of started off playing minor hockey in Edmonton and uh, yeah, just playing club hockey. And uh, in midget, I made the switch to play at NAX uh, in the CSSHL. Um, and then I moved on to, and I wasn't actually selected in the WHL Bantam draft. So I came in uh, into Victoria as a list player and I uh, earned my way to a contract. And uh, this year in the bubble year, I played as a 17-year-old defenseman, so... Um, wow! I'm just really looking next year, yeah, as well. I like this story. Sounds like Nick Kiprios, undrafted. Um, by the way, Donna Berger's watching in Central Butte. She says, great interview. Well-spoken. I'd like to pass that along too, Gannon. 
We always say junior hockey players are some of the toughest junior, some of the toughest interviews in sports. You're great. I appreciate that. Um, so what was it like playing in the bubble? Actually, take me through the last year, if you don't mind. Your season was obviously called at the, at the outset of COVID, then you didn't know if you were going to play, then you got to be in the BC bubble. What was it like being in there, and how grateful were you to be able to play in your draft year? Imagine if you weren't able to. Yeah, like I feel really terrible for the OHL guys. Kind of, they didn't kind of get a season, right? So um, it was amazing being able to even just play in a bubble. Obviously, it was a different, uh, it was a change for sure. Um, yeah, it's kind of you can't even explain it to other people because they haven't been through the experience, obviously. So um, yeah, just lots of time spending with the time, or sorry, lots of time uh, with the teammates and. Uh, Coaching staff, lots of learning, just trying to get away from hockey sometimes just because, you know, we can't go outside and uh, just go play soccer or something, you know. We're just kind of stuck in the hotel and, um, yeah, just trying to have as much fun as possible. So, Do you think you could ever do it again? And I preface this by saying I called the Regina Pats games on television, all 24 in the bubble, and the guy said they would they don't want to, would never do it again. They're like, if it comes down to that, we're not doing it. Um well, what what was you guys' opinion on that? Thankfully, you're not going to have to. But would you yeah. do it again? Um, obviously, I'd rather play in front of my fans in Victoria. But, um, yeah, like, honestly, I, I found it really hard. But if it had to be done 100%, like, I would I would totally do it again. I'll, I'll do anything to play the game of hockey because, you know, that's, that's the favorite thing in my life. And uh, I, I will do anything for it, so. Good for you, man. Good answer. Correct answer. Hey, um, of all the interviews that you've done with NHL teams here in the last several months, was there a wild question that stands out that handcuffed you a little bit in those talks? Uh, how's that gone? Um, you know, they're, they weren't, uh, they're all very similar. I wouldn't say there is a really outgoing question. Um, they're all just really similar, just trying to get to know me and everything and see my the uh, mental side of me and like see my character and stuff. So good for you. Um, were you happy with how they went? Yes, I was. I was very, uh, very excited to see what happens on Saturday. So how many people have asked you which team you hope drafts you on the weekend? I think probably every single person, including <laughs> my family. <laughs> I know. What do you say? What do you say to that? I honestly, uh, I'm being totally honest. Like, I literally, I don't have a team that I want to go to. I, I, if the person or if the team drafts me, like, I know that they want me to be there, and I know, like, um, that, like, that's where I should be if they're gonna pick me. So, um, I'd be amazed and like really excited if somebody picks me, and I think that would be the best option for me if they pick me. Of course. That's why it was a bit of a trick answer or trick question. I wasn't going to ask you that because I knew what you were going to say. Gannon, I'm going to be watching really close to see where you go. Uh, good luck, my friend, with this weekend and your hockey journey, and I appreciate the time. Perfect. Thank you. Gannon LaRock of the Victoria Royals joining us here for all our BC viewers out there watching on Game Plus TV, which is carried on the TELUS Optic Network. When we come back, Moose... We'll get to that sports update, ultra update, and whatever you might have on your mind. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Plenty of time for overtime, and Moose is here. Um, I want to do a quick sports update and then an ultra update and then whatever you have on your mind, okay? I apologize that it's gotten so busy here. Yeah, no, and speaking of the original 16 Ultra, it's we got to get some more in the fridge, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'll take your word for it. Oh, yeah. The guys say it's just delicious. It is. Uh, game six of the NBA Finals goes tonight in Milwaukee, where the Bucks have a chance to claim their second-ever championship with a win over the Phoenix Suns. The Bucks' only other title came in 1971 under basketball great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I didn't have it written down here, but I believe it's a 7 p.m. tip-off mountain. The Blue Jays look to bounce back after being thumped 13-4 last night by Boston in Buffalo. Hunter Renfro hit a grand slam, and Kiki Hernandez drove in three runs with two homers for the Bo Sox. It was quite a different outcome for the Jays, who were coming off a sweep of Texas in which they outscored the Rangers 25-2. They're now seven back entering the day. Oakland City Council is expected to vote at its meeting on whether to preliminarily approve the Athletics' new ballpark project at Howard Terminal in Jack London Square. In May, Major League Baseball instructed the club's front office to explore relocation options if no ballpark agreement could be reached. And the Pittsburgh Steelers added depth at outside linebacker and offensive line on the eve of training camp, signing free agents Melvin Ingram and Chaz Green to one-year deals today. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. All right, here we go. Where is it? You let me know with the ultra update, Clark, when you're ready, okay? And we're off. It's going to definitely be weird when the Rough Riders take the field on August 6th against the BC Lions to kick off a brand new season. They'll be doing it without the benefit of any preseason games. Not their fault, but still weird. And to delve deeper into the subject, Leader Post columnist Rob Vanstone was on the RP show saying this rider training camp doesn't look much different from the rest. RV said you wouldn't know COVID's affected things unless you'd been told. And as far as no preseason games go, Rob stated that exhibition games are overrated. Are they? I respect Rob enough not to immediately dismiss his opinion. In fact, maybe he's right. I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying that perhaps this needs to be looked at. Intra-squad and exhibition games have been looked upon since the beginning of time as an annoyance by the fans and the players. The only people who get anything out of them are the evaluators, i.e. the GMs and the coaches. Does it even matter anymore that these people are the brains of the outfit? It doesn't seem to. For the record, I love these games. No one ever asks for my opinion, but I've long been fascinated by the formation of a team. Starts in the offseason with scouting in the draft that evolves right through to playoffs. The stories of guys making or breaking the team in preseason games are legendary. Most recently, how about Cody Fajardo leading the Riders in a long touchdown drive in 2019 in Calgary? That's when I knew that he had it and wasn't just a third-down quarterback. The Riders never brought out the fireworks, pomp, and pageantry for preseason games, and when I asked about it, they said, it's only exhibition. I responded with, but you're charging full prices. You can imagine the response I got. So if it went to a vote about whether to keep preseason games or not, I'd check yes, but I'm used to being in the minority. 
There you go, Moose. How about that? All right. Uh, Where is it? The Ultra Update, an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise. I've done a lot of talking. Why don't you take over? For me? <laughs> I'm out of breath. Where do we want to go from here, caller? Uh, well, we got a we got a Seattle Kraken expansion draft party tomorrow night at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Yeah, and tomorrow we're going to release our mock drafts for the expansion draft. We're going to have our picks right. for those teams. So that's going to be exciting tomorrow. You know, talking about who's going to be picked. We'll tell you who's going to get picked from each of the Canadian teams and every, you know, team in the National Hockey League. So that'll be fun tomorrow. It'll be on the show and in our social channels and YouTube and whatnot. So. I think I might want to fiddle with mine. Do we have to adhere to the salary cap? How close? Yes. That's we why to we're be doing right it. on it. Yeah, well, okay. you can be as bold. You have to be uh, the, the floor is what, 45? Or 47 million? 46. 46 million. And obviously the cap is 81. So you got to be in there. You got to be compliant. Uh... Now, apparently they've agreed to a contract with Florida, goal, uh, Florida Panthers goalie Chris Dreger. Dreger. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're going to take him. Doesn't uh... mean you have to on your team necessarily. Hang on. I but, saw the report that they had agreed to a deal with Philip Deneau. It was like a done deal as of yesterday. And this morning, no, no, stop the presses, fake news. So I'm going to stay away from all social media for the next 24 hours up until our expansion draft, other than putting our team together. Right. But here's the thing. Maybe I draft Carey Price, and maybe I say, hey, Carey, how about you play for $5.25 because your wife's from here, and you're just up the road, the hometown discount. Interesting. Hey, would but you, you take less? You can't put that into your roster, though. <laughs> you can't put that in your roster, and you can't have the conversation until you've picked him because he's not a UFA. So all these players who are UFAs, they've been allowed to have conversations with. Yes. So they've been able to have that talk with Gabriel Landeskog and, hey, can we come to an agreement? If, if we huh. pick you, will you sign? Jen from the Four Seasons says, well, I guess I'll have to stay for a beer after work tomorrow. See you there. We saw Jen at UFC 264, too. You didn't. I'm going to have to introduce you to yes, Jen. Yes, you will. Tomorrow, there will be far more details unveiled for our first ever expansion draft party for the Seattle Kraken at your home for the Seattle Kraken fan club, the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says preseason games are for coaches and players, not fans. I know that, but fans pay the freight. That's the And that's... Well over 70% of our respondents on our poll today for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center said, no, you can't get rid of preseason games. I'm not suggesting it. But if you were listening to what RV said, preseason games are overrated. I think we need to bring him back on to say, what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. You know, anyways, thanks to Gannon LaRock, Bubba O'Neill, Richie Sutter, and most of all you, the viewers. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV. save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details